You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And we will be talking about a really, really not taboo, but topic that needs to be spoken about. And not only that, does the topic need to be spoken about? It's... It's something that people don't want to talk about and they do not want to admit really happens. And taking it from a person that has had it, <clears throat> excuse me, done to them several times, I can honestly say it is true. And you may be asking, well, what are we talking about right now? And what, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about social racism. Now, I know maybe some people have heard that um, term used very frequently because it's a term that's true and it's the only way we can describe what it is um, where you, well, we, let's, let's break down the words, period. <clears throat> Social, that's everyone that's, you know, socialized with, that you may entertain or do entertainment with. Um, socialize, you know, we humans, we socialize with each other just by going to the grocery store. We're socializing. Even though you don't talk to anyone, you may be going in there, getting your fruits, your vegetables, your meat. Um, you're going to check out the cashier. You say, hello, how are you? Find yourself. You just socialize. Bam. Boom. Racism. 
We all should know what racism is, but for those in the back that do not know what racism is, racism is treating or mistreating a person due to their um, color, creed, religion, mostly their color, um, and their ethnic backgrounds. So let's be real. We all know what racism is like you don't like somebody based on the skin, of, on the color of their skin, the religion they rep or the creed they stand on. It is what it is. That's what racism is. Let's be 100 with it. All right. All right. We know. We know. Let's get it cracking. OK. Now, when you put those two together, you get social racism. Now, social racism is something that is plaguing not only America but the world and there's even a term um, if you want to be technical social racism is the formulation of a set of institutional historical cultural or interpersonal practices within a society that places one or more social or ethnic groups in a better position to succeed and disadvantage to other groups so that disparities develop between the groups over a period of time. Disparities develop. Disparities develop over a group over this, over a period of time. Now, between my fuck ups, because I, yeah, I do my, when I do do the podcast, it's early. It's like 6 a.m. So I do them quite early. <clears throat> As I drink my coffee. Um, so my words may be a little slurred sometimes. 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 <laughs> but no. When we look at the what it is, it's one society can do what others can't. One group of people can do things that other groups of people can't do, even though they're supposed to be equal. That's social racism. Okay, we have the formula of what it is. Now, here in America, we have so much social racism, it's ridiculous. Where um, white people are predicted to be better more smarter, more better, more every everything you could possibly think of than an African American black person. Now, um, I've experienced social racism so many times that I think that's almost what molded me to the person I am. You know, I've went into um, getting my nails done and. I've had my spot pushed to the side because a white woman has came in and wanted her nails done and she didn't have an appointment, but I booked my appointment like three days in advance, but she can walk in off the street and get hers done at a place where it's supposed to be appointments only. Now this is something that's not new. That happened to me about 15 years ago. So guess what I did? I got my ass up and I left. And I went somewhere else and got my nails done and it was bomb. And then it got to the point where I started doing my own nails. Started doing my own manicures and pedicures. Because it's better to do it for me. It was better to do it myself than to have to deal with someone else treating me a certain way just because I want to have my needs pampered just like any other woman just like any other woman and the kicker was it wasn't a man that pushed me to the side it was yet another woman that pushed me to the side so that a white woman can get her hands and feet done versus me and I had an appointment like I said that's something that's a lot that goes on in the black community. And now that we do have the age of technology where you can actually record the social racism, you see it on 
on your social media platforms all the time. And if you don't watch social media, um, television, if you don't watch television, you may see it in your workplace or in just your everyday passing life. You see it and don't understand what it is. Well, that's what the fuck it is. Have you ever went into a grocery store and you're about to check out and then all of a sudden you get up there to check out, you put placed all your things on there and the clerk looks at you and says, oh, I'm closed. Well, you didn't say you were closed while I was putting my things on here. Oh, well, I'm closed. And I literally had to get a manager and get this person checked. Like, what is going on? Like I pay, I, I work in America like everyone else. I am American citizen. I was born, bred in America. I, I didn't come from anywhere else. I'm, I came here hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So what do you, what do you want me to do? I make money just like everyone else. I'm a human being. Like every one of us walking around on this planet. So why am I treated different? Only because of my skin color. Look at Beyonce and Jay-Z. Some of the richest motherfuckers in the world. Most talented couple. That's what you call a fucking power couple. I want to be like Beyonce and Jay-Z one day when I grow up. But that's what you call a power couple. And guess what? They even have neighbors that don't want them living next to them. Why? Because they're black. Look it up. Mm -hmm. Look it up. It don't matter how much money you have, how nice you dress, how way you are, uh, uh, your appearance. You're always looked at as, ah, here comes a little thief. Ah, here comes. I've never stolen anything in my life. Never. I don't steal. Now, throw some cans at you. Well, we might hit you with something. Yeah, I might do that. I might. I might. That, that might be it. That might have been me. But actually, physically stealing something? No. I was brought up, you work for what you want. And if you don't have the money to get it, you obviously don't need it. You get what's important to you. So, um, that happens. It's, it's so many slew of stories I can go through. I actually know a woman personally who went into Old Navy. Black woman, black young lady, very, very successful young lady. Very smart, good head on the shoulders. Uh, college educated young lady, uh, has never doesn't even know what the inside of a police station looks like. She couldn't even tell you what anything is. All she know, if you walk past the police station, but oh, that's the police station. That's it. This young lady was in Navy Pier. I mean, Navy, not Navy Pier, uh, Old Navy. She was at Old Navy here in Chicago, downtown, matter of fact. And she wanted to get her a couple of little pieces, you know, and, you know, she works down there. So she had her book bag. You know, anybody that works in the city knows that, especially if on public transportation, you're not walking around with a handbag and a sash. No, you're walking around with a book bag because you have all your, your things in there you need. You know what I'm saying? An umbrella, uh, maybe a sweater, um, uh, you know, things that you would need traveling to point B to point C and you know just the necessary things you would need you know um, just those you know items that you use when you on a bus you know when you're traveling so the young lady goes into the store and she's walking around you know seeing what she may up personally may not buy and she didn't see anything in particular. She liked it. So she like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the other, the Macy's up the street. Well, the Carson Pierce Scott. Man. I'm going to go up to the Carson's up the street. And as she's walking out, the security grabs her. 
and says she's stealing. Now, this young lady has never been inside the police station, as I've said before. And he accuses her of stealing to the point where he puts his hands on her. And is like trying to say, oh, what's in your book bag? I saw you stealing. And she's like, sir, I've done nothing of the such. Like, what are you talking about? And he proceeded to like, almost like assault her, trying to make it seem like she stole something. And when they ran the tapes back, as the young lady was visibly shaken up as she should have been, and they saw that the girl didn't steal anything. Like she literally walked through stores, didn't see nothing she liked it, and decided to leave. Now, the security guard was fired. And um, she did receive um, a partying gift, so to say, from Old Navy. However, it shouldn't have fucking happened in the get-go. Why every black person that comes in the store is considered to be a thief. And the kicker was, it was a black man that grabbed her. So not only is social racism in the world, but it's also embedded inside of black people to be socially racist between towards our own people. We even have that in the black community. It's called colorism, where one cut see racism social racism colorism it's a sort of um where i'm fairly dark so on the quote-unquote black scale um i'm dark I'm, I'm dark a lighter skinned person would be treated way better than me even though we're both black we're both african-american we're both black i could have a um a sister that's like maybe three shades lighter than me, but she's very fair, lighter than me. She will be treated better just because she's, she's lighter than me. And black is meant to look bad, dark, ooh, taboo. You know, so it's even in the black community. We don't understand that we doing it to ourselves, but we do do it. And we don't even understand we fucking doing it, but we do it. And we don't even know why. But we do know why, because that's learned behavior. That's learned behavior that was passed down from generation to generation to generation. And now we're stuck with it. And not only do we have that, we're dealing with social racism, which even puts, I don't care what color black you are, you're still going to be lowest on the totem pole. That's, that's pretty much what it is. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so much social racism, it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. If a black man is just reaching yet again, still to get his wallet out of his pocket, he's still shot and killed. Versus if a white man reaches in his pocket and pulls out a blade bigger than his whole body, he's not shot and killed. He's taken down without any without any recourse, you know, look at Kyle Reinhouse over here in, um, Kenosha, Michigan, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm sorry. Didn't mean anything you Michigan. I'm sorry. Kenosha. Look at him up here. Now he went from Illinois straight across street into Wisconsin, did all type of killings, went back across to Illinois and kicked it like ain't shit happened. He couldn't have been black because guess what? He wouldn't have made it out of that street, out of that block. You had everyone walking down the street with guns. He's the only one that killed two people and wounded one. And he's still walking around here like he ain't shit. Ain't shit. But if Kyle was black, would it have been different circumstances? Of course. He wouldn't have saw the light of day. Even though this 17-year-old boy is saying, oh, well, I was went to help protect the businesses and this like that. He ain't got no business over there. None. No, no business. 
You talk about gun laws only when it affects the white community. I have been in Chicago all my life. I'm almost 40 years old. And the violence here is so astounding that it's hard to believe that this is the same place that I grew up in. We didn't have drive-bys and shootings on expressways. The expressways where you drive at. Yeah. I say a prayer on the way there and I say the prayer on the way back because innocent people are getting shot on expressways. And now it's only violence has plagued South and West side for as long as it's been a South and West side. It's plagued. But now that it's moving to Gold Coast and the more obscene neighborhoods, now crime is a problem. Crime has always been a problem. It's always been a problem in the black communities, but a blind eye has been turned. But now the white communities are being pretty much terrorized. So now it's a problem. Now it's we have to figure this out, but it's only figured out for the Gold Coast area. Nothing has been done for the West and South side. You know, we want to live too. We, you, you, you do know that. We do want to have a thriving community. We do want to have it where our kids can go outside and play and not have to worry about possibly being shot at a McDonald's drive through That's been ravaging our neighborhoods. But then if a black person wants to do better or do more, like myself has done, tried to do, and move into a more safer neighborhood, we, as in me, are being told we don't belong here. You don't belong here. What are you doing here? And it's like, I make just as much money as you do. I would like to live just as peaceful in harmony as you do. I would like my children to go outside and play like I did as a child growing up and not have to, you know, worry about something like that, you know, even have a backyard where no, no, I, I keep my kids in the backyard and we play. We're still looked as though, why are you here? Like, how can you even afford to stay here? Because it's Illinois. Everyone can afford to stay here. Like, but that goes along with the what? Social racism. That goes right along with it. I don't belong here because my color tells the neighborhood that I don't belong here. That's social racism. When you're walking in a store and you look that though you have as though you have the plague and you're just trying to buy fruits and vegetables like everyone else. That's social racism. Because it's not just one person doing this. It's a whole it's a whole neighborhood, a whole society, the whole program of people are acting as though black and brown are inferior. They're terrible. But what's more heartbreaking is when the brown act as though black is inferior and we all in the same motherfucking boat together. I have been looked at, looked down upon the brown people too. And I'm like, yo, I thought we were sisters and brothers. Like I grew up on the west side of Chicago. Like I thought we were sisters and brothers. It's different when you go to different places. They don't look at you like that. They look at you as though you're inferior too. That's another form of social racism. Because just as though we're plagued in our community with colorism, the brown community is plagued with their community with colorism also. Where their darker um, citizens are considered taboo, you know, like inferior. 
So that's social racism. It doesn't have to be um, not necessary colorism, but it's a form of racism where you are putting me in a box just because I'm black. You are defining, you are looking through every nook and cranny to make sure I'm good just because I'm black. And that's social racism. And I don't stand for it. I'm one of the first people that will stand up and say, hey, what the fuck is you doing, bruh? That's a lot of times where I got kicked out of places, you know. I'm not going to lie. I have gotten kicked out of places and left on my own because I see what's going on. You can literally see, oh, oh, this is what that is. Gotcha. Where it makes no sense to even dabble with it. Now, I used to, now I've gotten older and I've settled down. It used to be where when I experienced those type of things, oh, I would go on a rampage and then I'm considered what? Help me out, y'all. The angry black woman. So I can't even express myself. Even if I'm not at the highest tone, even if I'm talking at a very monotone level, I'm not allowed to express myself because I'm still going to be considered the angry black woman. Now, that was a very monotone way I came down and I would still be perceived as an angry black woman. However, you have the what society calls the Karens that can scream and yell to the top of their lungs. And it's acceptable because, oh, my God, Karen's having a fat. We must we must find out what's wrong. Oh, my God, who made her mad? But when it comes to black people, oh, you're just angry black people. What are you, what are you so mad for? Even it's coming to light what all of our elders have said about Certain doctors, why they didn't go to the doctor because they knew that they would not get the same treatment as a white person. And it has been discovered in America. Look it up. Look it up. I don't tell y'all none. You can't look up. Look it up where, yeah, hospitals do treat the doctors do treat the white patients better than they do treat the black patients. That's why we have a higher mortality rate with black people in hospitals and that even goes back to a doctor who was literally doing experiments on black women uteruses because he felt that black women felt no pain black people don't feel pain that's social racism we feel pain just like everyone else do you know how many times i have been told oh you're black you're strong and this is by another black person. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm strong, but sometimes, you know, I do. We do need a little help. And yet again, a black man. Oh, you can do it. You got this by yourself. But you'll hold the door open for a white woman. But you won't even hold the door open for me with an infant in my hands. See, the social racism, it goes, it's so deep that it even... It even goes into our own society, our own culture, where now we have adapted that social racism that has been depicted on us and we put it on ourselves. I'm the type of person I treat each individual the way you have treated me. You treat me good. I treat you good. You nice to me. I'm nice to you. You a bitch to me? I'm a bitch to you. You mean to me? I'm going to be mean to you. You an asshole to me? I'm going to be an asshole right back. You petty? <laughs> bitch, I'm pettier. We can go there. Do I like doing that? No, because that doesn't define who I really am. No, I don't like doing that. But do I have to do it to get a motherfucker off my back sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do. I do it. Everyone does. Everyone has a breaking point. 
But when it comes to this social racism shit, this shit is, is, is really embedded deep. And that's going to lead me into the second half of the podcast. So stay with me. We're going to hear a few commercials. You know what I'm saying? We're going to listen to some commercial commercials. And I'll be right back at you. We're going to take a mini break. Stay tuned for the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And guys, don't forget, if you can't get enough of the gentleman Jaroski, like me, <laughs> I always tune in on YouTube. Go ahead and tune in. Subscribe to the channel. He's available on TV Ham. That's T-V-H-A-M-S on YouTube. Go ahead, subscribe. Get to know the gentleman Jaroski more like I have. Enjoy the content. You will be entertained. Don't forget to check out Word Fetty every last Sunday of the month. If you need your mind, body, and soul energized from a long month of negativity and positivity battles, why don't you check out Word Fetty with my girl Kira Calouette? You can check her out. The tickets are free and they're on even bright. Just go to Eventbrite and look up the event, Word Fetty, and it's going to pop up. Be ready to have your mind, body, and spirit blown. Hey, guys. If you are looking for some information to get your mind going and your soul tantalated, check out Social Work Sunday T. That's every Sunday at about 4 p.m. on YouTube. And they are also having an adult prom and fundraiser. That's right, adult prom and fundraiser. You know, some of us couldn't go to prom. But for us, that did go and might want to redo it again with a new prom partner check out the adult prom it will be friday september 3rd 2021 check out social work sunday tito make sure you check them out and you know reserve your tickets social work sunday is every sunday at 4 p.m check out that team because you'll probably see me in the comments too And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. And... I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And we are back with the Mayday Mayhem podcast and I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Mayday Mayhem. Now, we were speaking about social racism, and I spoke about in length a little bit about things that I've experienced and other people have experienced and how sometimes these experiences grow. Now, I want to talk about how it is with athletes. And one athlete in um, particular I would like to talk about 
is if you have not heard of this gorgeous young lady named Shakara Richardson. She is, she's a runner. She's a track star. She's gone like, oh my God, this girl is fast. She, uh, she went past the odds. This girl is young. She's, um, been signed by Nike. My girl, my mother girl. She wears the long nails, the lashes, the piercing. She goes against every stigma that you would have. You looking at her on the outside would think, oh, society, let alone, would have us thinking, oh my God, she's ghetto. She's a, this girl's a motherfucking track star. She's the next below Joe. She up there with saying Bolt. Like she up there with them. These just this motherfucking girl can run. And I'm proud the fuck of her. Cause she's going to Tokyo. Yes. My girl going to Tokyo. That's the awesome part that sends goosebumps up my spine when I hear this type of shit. However, she's from Oregon. And um now, here we go with that social racism bullshit. Here we go with that fuck shit. She has been put on probation for a month because her drug test came up positive. Now, if you do not know what her drug test came up positive for, was it, was it cocaine? Hell no. My girl don't do no motherfucking cocaine. No. Was it, was it meth? Hell no. She athletic, not a crackhead. No. Oh, well, was it, was it, was it speed or was it some type of, um, estrogen or anything or steroids? It was steroids, right? Uh-uh. Nope. One of them fuck steroids. My girl ain't doing no injections. Only thing she's sticking in her is her motherfucking nose rings. That's it. My girl got on probation. For motherfucking weed. Marijuana. Which is legal in her state. Marijuana is becoming legal in quite a few states. Here in Illinois, it is legal to smoke marijuana marijuana recreational. Or you can smoke it um, medical. I myself have a medical card. No, you cannot walk down the street just be smoking a joint. No, it's to be consumed in the privacy of your home or like in your backyard and in your home. Backyard is fine because that's inside of your your dwellings, so to speak. So marijuana is legal. Now, if you do not know about Shakara Richardson, um, before she did that hundred yard, the hundred meter, um, run which brought her to Tokyo she had found out that her mother her biological mother had passed away on a fucking interview now not only has this young lady beat odds track star running no steroids no extra estrogen no, um, what the fuck has some of these females been? No, um, metabolites. We're going to call this shit steroids. No steroid shit. None of that. All on hard work, strength, endurance, diligence, and strive and strength. That's all that girl got this on. Now. She found out during an interview that her biological mother had died, not privately with her family where it should have been fucking done, not in a closed setting off camera like Shikara, let us talk to you for a minute. Da, 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 da. No, it was announced really to me. And that report is kind of that report ain't kind of that report is fucked up for even doing that. Announcing to her. 
during an interview that her mother had passed and she had no idea. For one, that's fucked up as an interviewer for you to do that to this young lady. She had no clue. She didn't know. And when she did find out, of course, she was upset. She was fucked up in the head. You mean to tell me my mom is gone and I don't even fucking know. I had to find out during an interview. For one, that's social racism right there. That's so fucking insensitive. That's so malice and nasty for you to even fucking do to this young lady. So nasty for you to do this. But yet it was done. The young lady did not go out and do a major crime. She didn't go out here and shoot up no meth. She went, confided with friends and smoked just a little weed to ease her mind. Now, let's get it clear. In 2019, it was some bitches that failed the drug test. But it wasn't for weed. It was for some fuck shit. Like, extra generous testosterone. That must be some type of steroid. Uh, Standozolo Metabolite. Still some type of steroid. Because I know testosterone is what men have. And estrogen is what women have. So this is some type of, you know, steroid to make you go faster or stronger or endurance a little bit more. Shakara Richardson didn't have none of that. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying. Don't look at me. Look at them. For the fuck shit. And not to mention, Oregon, it is legal. To have um, marijuana. It's legal. Even due to her age, her being 18. I, I'm pretty sure it's for 21 years older. But that's just like alcohol. You have these motherfuckers out here drinking alcohol and shit. So we not even to go there. But yet the girl was actually mourning. And she smoked a little weed. And they dropped her. And first they were talking about disqualifying her. How the fuck can you disqualify her for marijuana when it's legal in her state? Half of our country has marijuana. You know, well, you're not supposed to be smoking marijuana. That's against the guidelines. She apologized and she said, I'm sorry. I do understand that it was against federal policy for us to um, smoke weed. I understand that. And she owned up to it and she apologized. They gave her probation, which I think is fuck shit. They shouldn't have gave her nothing. Let the girl go ahead and compete in Tokyo because you have motherfuckers that you didn't find out until 10 years later that they were smoking weed. Would I like to, would you like me to go? Michael Phelps, one of the world's most fastest swimmers. Weed don't make you go fast. Weed makes you smell out and slow down. I should know I smoke enough of it. Duh. <laughs> don't, it don't speed me up. Shit, it be slowing me down. Shit, if I wasn't smoking meat out, weed, I might be fast like Shakara. Girl, I might give you a run for your money. 20 years ago. But however, even marijuana use has been used for, um, of course, cannabis is used for cancer. It's used for, um, HIV patients, AIDS patients. It is given in a non-concentrated form to children who are sick. So for marijuana to be classified like this is fucking ridiculous. And I honestly say she shouldn't be. She shouldn't be put on punishment, so to say, like that for weed. And honestly, you shouldn't be testing for nothing but cocaine, heroin, meth, really hard drugs. Because let's think about it. Marijuana is not a, a drug that's created by man. No, that is a drug that's grown wild. 
just like the opioid flower, poppy seeds. It's, that shit is grown wild. And then man comes in, fucks with it, and makes it into something that can be detrimental to their health. Now, meth, um, steroids, um, all that shit, yes. They should be tested for that. But for some weed, come on, yo. And then you have to understand, marijuana is one of the only drugs that stays in your system for up to 30 days. So if she would have had one, a couple of puffs, uh, 30 days ago, you know, it's not like she's high right now. Like me, I'm being real. It ain't like she had right now. Like me, she was had 28 days ago. You, you do know the effects of marijuana do wear off within a couple of hours, right? Unless you got that good, good shit. You might be down about eight hours, you know, depending on what type of edible you got. However, it stays in your system 30 days. Depending on if you're an advocate smoker, it could stay in there a little bit longer. However, should she have been put on probation for some weed? No, it wasn't steroids. It wasn't, um, excuse me. It wasn't, um, some type of, uh, like I said, steroids. That's the only thing I can think of. It wasn't steroids. It wasn't meth. It wasn't cocaine. It wasn't heroin. It wasn't speed. It wasn't PCP. It wasn't wet. It wasn't whack. It wasn't anything like that. It was regular weed. Marijuana. You know, they give that to cancer patients. It's a recreational drug right now. Like It's a recreational drug. That's just like alcohol. Alcohol doesn't stay in your system for what? A few hours or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a, a drinker like that, but alcohol uh, effects are even worse than marijuana effects. It really is. They even tell you don't drink and do marijuana together because marijuana is quote unquote, a psychedelic will mellow you out. Okay. But alcohol is an impairment. It will fucking put you to sleep. And alcohol is legal. You see what I'm saying? It even says on the back of an alcohol bottle, this shit may fuck you up. It may harm your fetuses. It may do a lot of shit to you. It, it tells you on the back of this bottle that you are potentially drinking a poison that in the long term could fuck up your liver. Shakara Richardson wasn't known to even no alcohol. She wasn't. She really wasn't. Weed, on the other hand, it stimulates the mind. It gets you creative. I have fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis. It helps with my RA and pain senses. I have a plate and four screws in my neck. It helps with the stiffness that I have due to the pain. Why? Because it's a herb. It's a natural herb. Nothing has been put on it. Nothing. So when Shakara Richardson is a real one, that's a victim of social racism, because if Shakara Richardson had been white, will we be having this discussion? Because I'm pretty sure it's been some white girls that have failed that pot test, only the weed test, and they let their ass play with nothing said. Why should she be different? Because she's Shakara Richardson. She's a motherfucking trendsetter. That's why. Because she's all natural. Even the weed she smoked was natural. I'm behind Shakara 100%. Nah. That's fuck shit. It wasn't steroids. It wasn't nothing that can impair her judgment. It wasn't anything that can make her go faster or beat her component, her opponents at any other way. No, it was something to ease her mind after this girl had found out during a interview that her mother had passed away. Now, put yourself in her shoes. If I found out during an interview that my mother passed away, I'm smacking the interviewer. I'm not going to, I'm going to smack the shit out of them. See, I'm going to be, I'm nothing like Shakara Richardson. I want to be like her when I grow up. 
I'm going to smack the shit at you. For one, why the fuck is you telling me that my mother just passed away here during the interview? Because if I would have known my mother passed away, I wouldn't be sitting here doing no fucking interview with your punk ass. For one. But see, that's the, that's the old me talking. Honestly, if that would have been me 20 years ago, that's what would have happened. But still, if I'm doing an interview and the interview tells me, oh, yeah, your mom just died. What? I'm out of there. I'm leaving. I don't have nothing else to say. And I'm finna sue the fuck out of you. I'm finna sue the shit out of you. Because you just told me some shit on live, on live interview. That I wasn't, that I wasn't prepared for that could have mentally destroyed me, even though Shakara is strong and it did not mentally destroy her because she has a very, very strong family support from her grandmother to aunts, uncles and everything else. However, that's that fuck shit right there. That's that, that's that fuck shit I be talking about. There you go. Well, my stomach is starting to growl y'all. So y'all know what that means. It's time for me to. Got to get up out of here. But no, um, take a look at your surroundings. Seriously, people. And when you do see that social racism, you know, speak out against that shit. Because that's the only way this shit will stop. It's if we do speak out against it and don't stand for it when motherfuckers do do it. So. Um, we'll see you next time on the Mayday Mayhem podcast. Make sure you stay safe and stay healthy. Do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And always remember, I love you guys. And don't forget, um, I'm also a host on an app called Bego. And I go on there every day, um, at around 6 p.m. Central time. So if you want, you guys can come over there and see me too. But again, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you next time. All right.